0: Hey, welcome back! Another day, another vlog. Thursday. Good to see you again. If you're over from the podcast, wherever you are, YouTube, Insta, Facebook, wherever you are, thanks for stopping by on this lovely Thursday afternoon. Got a bit to get through. A little bit, of fair bit of news to get through. Um, good news on the photos on this this, this week's video. Uh, finally got through the first run, 480 shots, and with all the multi focus and. All the usual stuff that you gotta go through, I finally got that down and did the first run through. <sighs> I think that's taken like four or five, maybe five, six days just to do that, just just to trim it. So I've got like 60 photos now to start go through and selecting and, and, and doing my fine tune on them. So th- that's looking pretty good. There's heap heaps of good stuff to choose. That's never a bad thing having too many options. Um, I feel very lucky that I do have so many options in regards to that. So uh, I'm pretty happy to have that problem. I'm sure there's a lot of photographers that go out and probably some days just struggle to find something where I've, well, I feel, and I hope you guys feel, if you're a subscriber, um, I'm sure you do follow along, you see what I'm trying to show you. I'm sure you're sort of feeling the same sort of thing. So it's very, very cool. So heaps of good stuff. It's gonna be a really nice video. And then from that one, after that one's done, then I can move into the Down South trip, which is gonna just blow your socks off. I'm talking about some of the best beaches on the planet, Uh, pure snowflake, white sand, uh, just crazy stuff. So there's heaps coming on that. Hang around on the channel. If you haven't subscribed, hit that stuff, because I've got plenty to uh, give you ideas and make you switch off from our crazy, crazy lives we all live. Jobs aren't much fun. So it's good to think about holidays and nice places and hopefully I'm get to show you the places here out in the desert. I'm going to start and I'm going to get to show you some amazing beach places and some crazy stuff there. So that'll be probably next week we'll start into that, uh, that huge big uh, season. I guess it's going to be a season about 16 days worth of videos. So I'm sort of anticipating sort of a video per day. So 16 videos I'm going to be trying to trawl through them and smash them as much as I can. Where I'm here, I'm home, Um, and then when I'm home again, first time back in Queensland, I've got a heap of other stuff to sort out with houses and all that sort of stuff. So, heaps happening, uh, never a dull moment in my life. So, crazy, crazy. And that's what I forgot. Ah, That's better, a little bit more, just that touch. Get that lighting right, it's all about the lighting. Now, so that's good news, and um, we're gonna see the results of those stuff as we go, so yeah, very exciting. Now, uh, over on the tech news, we've got a fair bit I want to run through. Some exciting news. Now, Nikon's had some dramas, I guess, the last two years. We've talked about them in the demise, struggling. Uh, yeah, camera-wise, nothing really exciting. The Z6 and Z7, nice cameras. And then the, the second series then really wasn't much of an upgrade. Hasn't been anything really to jump out. No sort of R5 with 8K, no A7S 3 or or FX3, or any of those just crazy cameras. They haven't really come out with that. And um, I'll just turn that down a bit, just a touch more. Um, so they've sort of struggled a little bit and talk about bankruptcy and all the, all the rumors and stuff we've heard, they're still ticking away. Now, one and something we uh, heard, or we found out today um, from uh, Frono's photos, uh, they've got a new sensor they're currently in the process of making And so it could help them maybe not get out of the doldrums, but it definitely taking them to a new avenue, some new revenue streams, and give them, I guess, something else to play with. So it's a one inch sensor. Thinking one inch sensor, that's not really that big. It's not a full frame sensor or anything like that. One inch sensor, so think uh, the Sony ZV-1, that vlogging camera, sort of good and bads about it, but that's a one inch sensor pretty nice picture out of it so very very cool well this is a cmos stacked sensor so very high quality sensor 17.8 megapixels uh it can shoot up to get ready for this in 4k 1000 frames a second there it's rumored to be so a tiny sensor um we talked i think yesterday about uh possibility of getting a one inch sensor into a phone was that the day before day before we talked about that with huawei Getting that uh, new Sony sensor. Well, Nikon's bringing out, I guess, something along that same sort of range. So that now, now you're thinking Nikon could possibly have a sensor in a phone. Are they going to team up with Apple? Uh, is Apple going to look at this as another option? We all know all the most of the good phones have got Sony sensors in them. Nikon, at some stage, is going, Well, you know, Sony's selling a lot of these sensors, they make a lot of revenue out of it. That's a great revenue stream. How about we do the same let's give ourselves a really good small sensor maybe then we can get in the phone market we're getting that compact camera market and really up our sort of ante there so i think it's um very very cool now it's also rumored to have a fantastic dynamic range super wide uh like in the maybe 10 stops or more or around about there so it's gonna it's sounding really really good so i think it's probably not so exciting for the photography side um for that, compared to what they've got with the Z7 and the Z6, they're fantastic. They've got great great cameras and do the, all the things. They're, they're just not, I guess, those upper echelons as your R5s and stuff. But here's something that can come along that could then be a compact camera, a vlogging camera. They can get into the vlogging scene and really push that with this little one-inch one sensor, make a little compact, super awesome camera that's photography-biased with some great video features, Really really top-of-the-range hybrid camera for the vloggers, uh, then they could maybe start selling these sensors to the mobile phone market. So huge, huge options for Nikon and the Revenge team. They needed some of this. It's a big, you know, great little kick up the backside for them, and I think it'll help their shareholders. The investors will be all excited about this. And if they can get it to work and be as good as they, they're talking about it, and the rumors are talking about, well, I think it could be well, something that could stave off that execution or that demise of Nikon that has been sort of realistically thrown around for at least two years. So uh, great to hear from Nikon and look, good luck to them. And I uh, I hope it works out because it sounds pretty cool. So, thousand frames per second, that is pretty darn cool at a, at a 17 megapixel sensor. That's, that's going to be a great picture and it's got a lot of options there. So very cool. Keep a listen out for that Nikon. Could be finally found that little that get out of jail free card that they needed. So good on them. Now OnePlus, uh, we know about the Nords and all that. They've they've really like last 12 months just gone up and above, really taken off as a a phone manufacturer. Well, March 8th, they've got a new phone coming out. Uh, Well, new couple of phones coming out. Basically one phone, but multiple models. Uh, It's gonna be a 9, a 9 Pro and a 9R, possibly. Uh, That's what they're rumored. Um, Now, we did hear about them having a connection with Hasselblad a while ago, and their tweet uh, tweet they had up there was a picture of the moon, which is apparently the same shot that the Hasselblad, the Hasselblad took that. So that's, that's sort of a connection there that everyone's talking about. So look, Hasselblad, it's great to get a good lens. Zeiss has done it for a few years in, in cameras and, and phones and stuff like that. And getting good quality optics in there does make it a, a great selling advantage for a phone. If, for people because you get that brand name in there it, it does stick in people's minds so it's it's a good thing for them and i think it'll work out pretty well now um the pro some good other features about this other than that camera it's going to be obviously really flash uh it's going to have the triple eight snapdragon so that's the latest snapdragon in the pro and the nine so the, the base model is going to have the top of the range so that's pretty exciting just to hear but also and, and obviously, 120 hertz in both of them as well. The R will be the old A65 Snapdragon. But I think the most exciting thing, other than what's going to come with the Hasselblad connection, is this 45-watt wireless charging. So wireless charging, normally not super fast and fast charging. It's, it's progressively getting a little bit quicker. But 45 watts as a wireless fast charge is pretty darn amazing. So we know about the 80 watts and all those crazy plug-in charges that do it in five minutes, well, 45 watts is going to really suck it down, but you can just basically throw it on a mat and not plug it in and do the same. So wireless charging, definitely the way forward, um, <clears throat> probably assist in those rumors. I guess that iPhone going no cord, I think all these phone companies down the track are probably going to go the way, and getting that wireless charging up to speed and to get it to the quality that they need is one of those things. And something on this line is definitely gonna uh, make a big difference. So 45 watt, that's gonna be pretty darn handy. So March 8th, uh, we'll talk more about that as it happens. And obviously we'll give you the full rundown of, of what actually come out and what they have achieved. So pretty exciting. That's uh, a big name coming in with this a startup company. that's only been around for a few years, one, one plus. So they're doing great things and it looks like they're gonna be hanging around for a while and doing some more fun stuff for us. So very exciting. Now, uh, over an Apple, iPhone 13 rumors haven't stopped, I think, for the last month or so. Uh, This one was a little bit different than the purple colors and the charging. And this one, uh, over from Lou later, he looked at the article, and it's one terabyte storage in a phone. So that's pretty darn cool. You know we can get micro SD cards and now pump up to there, the 512 gig and the one terabyte. Uh, So... Form factor is probably not you think it's a lot. One terabyte, uh, but you can see in your um, your little SSDs, it's only a small thing in there. Yeah, added onto the uh, rest of the phone, it's already got all the other stuff in there that it needs, including the battery and bits and pieces. That's pretty darn cool. One one terabyte that makes a lot of storage. Um, probably don't need that much, but what they're saying is with the raw files and your video that the phones are taking, uh, there's a lot more stuff coming out and we're going to get pro res raw i'm assuming down the track with the video so they're doing a lot in that regards they they're a lot bigger files so then you have got the storage and you can keep it and you can edit it all on your phone so look apple's doing some amazing things in the video side as well as the photography with the raw i've been trying to use that as much as i can and the only problem realistically is a lot of those hdr the dolby edits and stuff you have to do it on the phone to edit it before you move it and it, it, no one's really going to do that um i'm not a i haven't tried that pro, uh, rush you know, I'd, I'd rather sit there on a the laptop i need to be able to do stuff i'm a bit, a bit of an old fella, so i need to do that but look one terabyte in a phone is pretty crazy and uh you know something we haven't really seen much yet i think i've said it a few times that they're all pretty much got the same thing all these phone companies it's harder now to find that next thing that's gonna make the difference between your phone and the other phone um i think what they They really Apple needs to start doing, and even Samsung or the OnePluses or whatever, someone needs to put a bloody screen on the back of the phones. That's one that sorts out your selfies, you get the best camera, you can see it, you can frame it, you can do your video when you're vlogging. I'm telling you, someone might listen to me, (laughs) but it's definitely the same as the DJI and the GoPro, they've done it. That's what these phone companies need to do. You've got a little, Apple's got the square on the back of the phone. All you need to do, I'll show you, is you have a rectangle here instead of just the square cut out, and there you go. There's your little square screen. That's all you need to see. You can see exactly what's going on. Perfect. Um, hot tip. But uh, one terabyte. That just looks pretty cool. I think that will do well. It'll be expensive though. Imagine the upgrade to that. Ooh, it's going to be at least two, three hundred bucks US on top. Now. Uh, I'll leave the FPV, there's some info on the FPV that I want to talk about. Um, Apple M1X chips, there's some rumours coming out that leaks and rumours and uh, apparently uh, they've already done some testing and all the figures and facts from that. I think the biggest thing out of that from the rumours, and I think it wouldn't be too far off to take this leap, uh, we know the M1 had, a, I think it was 6 and 8 core, uh, unit and it had just ridiculous power out of that so it was just crazy well they're saying this m1x which is possibly going to be in the apple 14 inch if that comes the apple 16 inch pro macbook like mine so the new one so mine's definitely going to be obsolete even though it's amazing um and the new iMacs which you know know are coming now this m1x is probably going to go in those three i don't really think it might go on the 14 i reckon i might leave it for the 16 and the the iMac, uh, as like the elite power wants to get them to buy that. The 14, I think the M1 will be fine in the 14. It's still not that big a form factor to get that extra warrant. It might be an upgradable option, but I think they'll probably start with the M1 and then you might be able to go up if you want and pay the extra four or 500 bucks to get the M1X. But look, they're saying it's gonna be 12 core and 16 cores for the GPU. So they basically double the grunt of that M1 and we all, everyone's already seen how insane that M1 chip is going and what it's done for the laptop industry. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Yeah, hearing about this 14 inch again, we've we've heard the rumors for years on that. I don't know if that's coming, what they're gonna do there, whether they're gonna keep that 13 inch or actually make it logical and have a 12, a 14, a 16. Instead of a twelve or thirteen and a sixteen, which makes no sense, and it really messes up my OCD. <laughs> and I'm sure anyone with OCD hates the fact that Apple's got a twelve or thirteen and a sixteen. It just—it's just, yeah, it's just silly, very, very silly, <laughs> and very unclean, which is unlike Apple. Um, but yeah, look, I think that's pretty exciting. So M1 X chip, we should April, I reckon, round April when they have their event. March April when they have whenever it's going to happen, probably going to be April, give them a little bit extra time. There's heaps they've got coming out this year. It's going to be a big year again for Apple, Um, so that could be exciting. Now, last but not least, um, the FPV. Uh, Ken Heron, if you haven't watched him, go check out his channel. He does a weekly uh, chat show on drones. Uh, Very switched on guy, very nice guy, pretty honest, not a bullshit artist or anything like that. Uh, He's one I sort of look to and get some good information off drones, and he's always a reliable source. And it tells it how it is. He's all about the right training, flying the drones the right way, and not not trashing the drone thing and giving us a bad name. It's and it's he's he, he's got his foot in the door in FPV. He's got a little bit of foot in the door in the normals, so he knows both sides. He flies flies them both. Well, he went out for his first flight in the FPV and in acro mode. Come down, and obviously in Acro, you it doesn't have hover, so it doesn't hover. You've got to control it in the air. So if you come close to the ground, you can hit the ground. Now, what's happened to him, day two of him owning this, and he had to pay for himself. So $3,200 drone, he's bumped the battery. on When he's come down close to the ground, he's, he's bumped it and then taken back up. It's gone up, but then the battery has failed, locked on, couldn't turn the battery off, had to pull it out of the drone to turn the drone off and cannot turn the battery off. So he's gonna to have to refresh that. And he only bought the one year refresh. So he only gets one replacement for that year. So now he's done. So he's gonna get that $200 battery for free or he realistically, might as well put it back in the drone and go and crash the whole thing and get a whole new drone uh, to at least get the most value out of your refresh. But look, I think the biggest thing from that, what he said was the fact that for some reason, It's a little bit crazy after him showing us. (laughs) And you look at it and go, yeah, I see what you mean. That's pretty insane. Detail has used the rear battery. So the battery comes in from the back of the drone, slots in. Uh, The base of the battery is two little uh, nodules, and that's the feet of the drone. So when it comes down to the ground, it's it's hitting the battery. So if you come down in acro mode and you come down to land it or whatever you land on or whatever and hit it, you're bouncing on the battery. Now you do that over and over, uh, whatever, that can't be good. Um, not a good design standpoint. Surely they could have had some other way, or maybe some of these aftermarket companies can design something that clips on to then give you another uh, base there for it to sit on. So yeah, a little bit crazy. Uh, just be aware of that. Um, it's only the first, we're only into like a couple of days of actually seeing all the reviews and stuff but already some little cracks showing in that um, and such an expensive drone and we're already seeing people having, I guess realistically, a major issue. If you're gonna replace a whole battery and use your refresh in day two, that doesn't bode well for the other 364 days or 63 days of the year. So look, uh, just a, I thought I'd just chuck that in there. It was really interesting. It was really nice of him to get on. Uh, he obviously got a He's a big drone guy, so he's got a heavy connection to DJI. They could have easily just ignored the problem and said it was all good and no dramas. Um, he probably could have told them and they would have given him a free battery, but he's done the right thing. He's done the honest thing and told it all of us, and it's a good thing. Just be aware when you are flying it, it isn't a rough and tumble, going to take all the bruises sort of a machine. It is a delicate little, it's a great little fun thing, but it's also delicate and uh, expensive Expensive item to be crashing and destroying, so I thought I'd better let you know about that. It's always good to get the good information. It's not putting a bad thing on DJI. It's it's possible some sort of minor oversight that they just haven't realized as well. Um, I'm sure they're going to be guarantee one hundred percent. They're going to be in there right away. We need to sort this out real quick. This could be bad. They'll be in there fixing it. They'll find a fix. They'll find a way, a solution. Some aftermarket companies like Sci-Tech or. One of those companies will come in and and make some sort of little bracket that will slide off so you don't hit it or some sort of protection bumper. That's probably all it needs. Um, I'm sure there's a a way around it to avoid that. But just good good knowledge to know and do appreciate him doing the right thing and helping everyone out. So very, very cool. And that's about it. Tomorrow's end of the week Friday show. I will see you all again then. Thanks for stopping by. I do appreciate you all. Hope you all had a good Thursday. One day to go for the working week for your normal Monday to Fridays. For us weekenders, well, I've got heaps of work. I don't ever stop. <laughs> Just keep rolling along. Radio, with you coming or going, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.